is time you learn certain things. <gasps> oh, is this that talk, Daddy? Uh, yes. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Tis time you learn how yes. to yes. rule the universe. Oh, this is that talk. Welcome to Hubba a Muppet quiz show brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's your favorite quiz show that's not like the others. Here, Muppet fans, Muppet professionals, and everyone in between competes for fabulous prizes and to see who's this week's toughest pig. I'm your host, Becca Petunia of ToughPigs.com. Today on Hubba we're going to dance our cares away and save our worries for another day. That's right, it's time for our first Fraggle Rock-themed episode. Folks, Fraggle Rock is one of my favorite Muppet things, and writing this episode was super hard for me because there's so much I wanted to talk about. We'll have to return to this topic later because, after all, we cannot leave the magic. As always, these questions were written by me, with help from that amazing Muppet resource, Muppet Wiki, and also with help from Fraggle Rock, The Ultimate Visual History, uh, the book released by the Jim Henson Company. Speaking of Muppet Wiki, let's agree to play fair today. If you cheat at this game, you'll disappoint your hero, Rock Hockey Hannah. <laughs> oh no. I know, I know. You gotta play fair. So. Fraggle Rock, of course, begins with our five main characters saying their names. So we're going to do something similar. It's our first round, which we call To, to Tell, tell a, a Face. Face. Contestants, you're going to buzz in to answer three questions about yourself. Whoever buzzes in first will get introduced first. Ready? Go. All right. Beth. Hello. Hi, Beth. So your first question, what is your name? My name is Beth Cook. All right. Correct. Question two, uh, what is your history with the Muppets? I do not remember a time in my life before the Muppets, but like many of us out there, I probably started diving into obsession with purchasing Jim Henson The Works in high school. Great book. Great book. Uh, and Beth, what do you what do you do related to the Muppets now? Because uh, you're you are certainly involved in the fan community. Yeah, I met uh, Julia Gaskill in I think like 2012 or 13 at a poetry slam, and when I heard that she had a book entirely of Muppets poetry, I went, "Oh, this a is a chapbook I need to own, and b a person I need to know," and so. I connected with her. She told me about Tough Pigs. And just in the last uh, year or two, I got brave enough to reach out to Joe Hennis and say, hey, I'm also a writer. Can I write some stuff for you? And uh, and recently you were on um, our unofficial Fraggle Rock, Back to the Rock uh, recap podcast. Uh, you were 
you were on every every episode in your dig deeper segment. Yes. What an amazing opportunity. I had already been talking with Joe about some fraggly projects for tough pigs because that is my particular love in the Henson canon. And then he mentioned this opportunity to me and I said, part excuse me what um yes hello sign me up and I still can't believe that it was something that I got to do and I just want to put that at the first line of my resume for the rest of my life (laughs) and uh the third question that I want to ask you uh, of our main five fraggles who are you most like I'm going to show my Wembley side by saying that I can't pick one because I think I'm a combination of Wembley and Boober because I'm also very anxious and I've definitely got a Moki side as well. All right. Well, you got all three questions correct. So that's 20 points right there. Uh, Let's move on to our second contestant. Sprout, what is your name? So my name is Sprout. Okay, great. Correct. And Sprout, Sprout, what's your history with the Muppets? So, same as Beth, I don't remember a time without any of the Henson Company uh, IPs. My parents were working at Disney when I was a kid, so I grew up seeing Muppet Vision all the time. Sesame Street, of course, was a staple, and Fraggle Rock as I got older, and yeah. And uh, I got lucky enough to find Muppet Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> I got a older. Yeah, and and not only are you uh, a really uh, a really big presence on Muppets Twitter, uh, but also um, you I, also have a podcast, a Muppet podcast, correct? I I do I do. It's called Muppet Fans Talking, and it's as you would expect, Muppet fans talking. <laughs> it's a lovely time. Um, we tried to do. Um, uh, off-topic deep dives on different Henson topics, such as movies that never happened or what we think of this group of characters. And it's a lot of fun. And Sprout, uh, which of the five main fraggles do you think you're most like? Boober. Boober. Definitely Boober. A very popular choice. Very anxious all the time. <laughs> I'd like to think that I'm not Boober, but I'm I'm Boober. It's <laughs> I have to admit. I'm I'm I've been rewatching the show and I was sitting there crying on my couch watching Marooned. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. Well, Sprout, you have also earned 20 points for getting yeah, those questions you. correct. Uh, tying the game at 20 points to 20 points. So we're going to have to move into our next regular round. You know, the Fraggles love to have fun, but as they say, all play and no work makes Matt a dull boy. (laughs) That's right. Although the Fraggles are usually dancing and singing, they do spend a lot of time talking about jobs as well. That's why we call this round working. In this game, I'll ask you a variety of questions about Fraggle's jobs or the jobs of other characters who live in and around the rock. 
Each of these questions is worth one point. Please wait until I finish asking the question to buzz in so the silly creatures at home can play along with us. Or I guess, work along with us. Here we go. <clears throat> Dear Nephew Gobo, exploring outer space is hard. So hard, in fact, that sometimes, sometimes I, I wonder if I've chosen the right job in this life. All right, so these first five questions refer specifically to the jobs established in the episode The 30-Minute Workweek. Question one, what is Boober Fraggle's job? Sprout. Doing everybody's laundry. Doing everybody's laundry, correct. Question two. What is Moki Fraggle's job? Sprout? Collecting radishes. Collecting radishes, gathering radishes, yes. Question three, what is Gobo Fraggle's job? Beth? Exploring. I will give you a point, but I'm curious, can you be more specific? Because he specifically says that there's one key exploration job that is his, at least in that episode. Oh. That he's responsible for. I can't think of the dialogue. I can only think of the song. Yeah, in the song, he just says, explore, explore, and bring back pink ice cream, which we never see him do. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to, that's as specific as, I mean, exploring uh, new uncharted places. You'd think, uh, but that's not correct. Uh, Sprout, do you know the uh, the more specific answer? I do not. I have no idea. He mentions to Wembley that his job is specifically getting traveling Matt's postcards, which doesn't feel <laughs> like exploring because it's always going to no. the same place. But he does say to Wembley in that episode, like, my job's exploring. I go to the, you know, to outer space to get Matt's postcards and bring them back. And it's like, okay, not really exploring, Gobo, but you do you. <laughs> Question four, what is Wembley Fraggle's job? Sprout. He is the siren for the firefighting. That is true. Question five. Again, as established in this episode, what is Red Fraggle's job? Beth? Uh, again, quoting the song, dive and crash and swim and splash to keep the water clean. Correct. I feel like on Back to the Rock, and granted, all of these questions are about the original series, but I feel like on Back to the Rock, she's a lifeguard. But in this, apparently, I guess I always imagined her using her big puffy hair to, like, scour the pool clean. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but no, cleaning the pool. That is fun. I mean, maybe she's oxygenating it, getting, <laughs> like, diving in and getting more air into it. Like a fine wine. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, moving on to other characters. What is Pa Gorg's job? Beth? King of the universe. He is king of the universe. 
Question seven, what is Cotterpin Doozer's job? Sprout? She is an architect. Can you be more specific? She designs Doozer Towers. Okay. I will give you a point for architect, but technically she has a different title in the original series. Hmm. Beth, can you, can you steal it or rather can you also earn a point from it? She is the apprentice mm-hmm. to the chief architect. Yes, she's the apprentice. But Sprout, I will give you a point as well. Question eight. What is the purpose of a pipe banger? Beth? The pipe bangers bang on the pipes that bring the water every day to refill the fraggle pond. Correct. Question nine. What is the name of the location where Doc frequently works helping Miss Ardath? Beth? The Captain's Inn. It is the Captain's Inn. Question 10. According to legend, what happens to doozers who don't work? Beth? They turn into fraggles? They turn into fraggles, correct. Question 11. Before Matt encouraged him to be an explorer, what job did Gobo actually want? Sprout. Do you want to be a juggler? He did want to be a juggler, correct. You know, once he knew just what to do, once he knew his name, and before that, he wanted to be a juggler. Okay, so this next question has a number of correct answers. You can earn a point for each one. It's kind of like a mini beat the time, but we're doing it a little differently. So speaking of things that you could be when you grow up, uh, what are the things that Cantus tells Junior Gorg he could be in the song Ball of Fire? Name as many as you can. Buzz in. Beth? Uh, am I just listing one or as many as I can think of in one go? Uh, you know what? Let's let's make this more interesting. Let's do it like, like, like beat the time. time. Name one. Coward. Okay, correct. Sprout, King. can you name one? King, oh. correct. Yeah. Beth? Um, so are we going back and forth? or? Yeah, we're going to go back and forth. So Beth, okay. do you have another? Sorry. Oh, okay. No, that that last one was me. I I interrupted, so it should actually be Sprout's turn. Oh, Sprout? You could be a walking, talking, oh, what is it? Ball of fire. The whole line of the the hook. I mean, I'll give it to you. Uh, It is a a walking, talking, breathing ball of fire. Uh, And Sprout, since uh, Beth went twice, do you want to go again? My mind is going blank. I am sorry. Beth, back to you. It's okay, Beth. Cowboy. Cowboy, correct. Sprout, um, you didn't you didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Uh Beth, do you have another? A uh, creep. A creep, correct. Sprout, anything else? My I haven't heard that song in a hot minute. It's okay. It seems like Beth is getting stuck too. 
You can be the something of the good things in your sleep. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, but you're you know, missing you're missing the actual job part of that. <laughs> um, I, I want to say it repeats is like king of all the good things in your sleep. It is the king of all the good things in your sleep. And that is that is the bottom of the barrel for me. I cannot remember. Okay, any other, of the others. other ones, uh, other things that you could be uh, the kind of kid who teaches us to sing. Whatever your little heart desires. A mountain, a stone a river winding round to find a home and the person you most admire. So I would have accepted any of those things. Um, but either way, I think we can agree that that's more than enough work for the day. <laughs> so now it's time to spend some time with our friends in our next round. Now, you know, you are welcome in our home and that invitation extends to more than just Gobo, Moki, Wembley, Boober, and Red, you know? That's right. While there are five main Fraggle characters, there are a lot of other Fraggle denizens of Fraggle Rock. That's why we're going to sing the friendship song and play a special round, and this time it's a real round, of our classic head-to-head -head game. Beat the time! That's right. It's Beat the Time, where the rules are a little different. Or actually, the rules are pretty similar to what we just did with Cantus and Junior Gorg. Today, your job is to name as many recurring named Fraggles as you can who aren't Gobo, Moki, Wembley, Boober, or Red. We're going to start with Sprout. You will each take turns naming a recurring Fraggle character. We're looking only for Fraggles with names who appeared in more than one episode, right? If you can't name anything, your chance passes to your opponent. Again, we're looking for Fraggles who appeared in at least two episodes of the original series, even if some of those appearances were non-speaking roles. And for what it's worth, we're counting titles as names. So for instance, if we were doing Back to the Rock, I'd consider archivist to be that character's name and that would count as a named character but of course we're not doing back to the rock and also she's only in one episode of back to the rock so she wouldn't count for this anyway anyway long story short there are 19 named fraggle characters who appear in more than one episode of fraggle rock and are not part of our core gobo Moki, Wembley, Boober, Red cast. So, are you ready to gather a gaggle of fraggles? Here we go. Sprout, name a fraggle. Marlin. Marlin. Beth? Mm -hmm. The world's oldest fraggle. The world's oldest fraggle, correct. Back to Sprout. Convincing John. Convincing John, correct. Beth? Henchy. Henchy, correct. Sprout? Does Cantus count? Cantus does count. <laughs> Beth? Do any of the other minstrels count? The one that is a fraggle, because three of them are monsters. Which is the one that's a, that's a, <laughs> a fraggle? 
Brio. It is Brio, correct. Nice work. Sprout? Oh, I'm trying to think of his name. The world's oldest Fraggles assistant. Oh, that's Henshi. Uh, Beth said Oh, that. okay. Excuse me, Ben. No, it's okay. If you can think of another. Let's see. Melvin. There is no Melvin that I recall. I can double check because I always trust the guest. Let me check. Did I miss? I'm not seeing a Melvin Fraggle. I'm okay. not sure who you're thinking of, Sprout, but okay. uh, we're going to go to Beth and then we'll come back to you. Beth? You might be thinking of uh, Large Marvin. Large Marvin is on my list. Back to Sprout. There's a couple that are definitely ones that you guys know. Like, there's some that are weird, but there's some that you definitely know. Any other guesses, Sprout, or do we want to bounce back to Beth? Um, All right, Beth? I don't think we've yet mentioned the storyteller. We have not mentioned the storyteller yet. Sprout, did that ring any bells? Uncle Traveling Matt. Uncle Traveling Matt. Technically not part of the five characters I listed. Beth? On that note, Uncle Gobo. Uncle Gobo's only in one episode, so he what? does not count for this. Dang. Not even a fl another flashback? I don't believe so. Let me check mm -hmm. Muppet Wiki. Yeah, I could have sworn he was in more than one. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. He is in more than one. Beth, you are correct. Oh, secret point. Yeah, secret point. Not on my list. He's in two episodes. I forgot one of those. All right, back to Sprout. All right, I'm trying to think through. Lou. Lou, Lou absolutely. Lou Fraggle. Wembley's crush. Beth? Uh, Tosh. Tosh Fraggle. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, they're getting harder at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, go ahead. Beth, do you have any others? Have we mentioned Marlin yet? We did mention Marlin. Okay, then I'm, I'm all out. Okay. There's one that I'm oh. thinking of. And I can't, I know his name starts with an F and he's friends with large Marvin. Oh, oh, uh, uh, right? steal this point. It was your idea. Do it, do it, please. Feeny. It is Feeny is the there one that you're thinking of. <laughs> Any other ones or should I call it? That's all I got. <laughs> all right. So you guys did real well uh, and got some that I, I wasn't expecting uh, you guys to get. Um, but other ones that I would have counted, Aunt Granny uh, oh, with her I famous her. radish joke yeah, um, from the aforementioned Marooned, Felix the Fearless, mm. convincing John's sidekicks, the Fraglets, uh, 
Gillis Fraggle, um, Morris Fraggle, Rumple Fraggle, who I don't remember. And um, I would have counted him, but I also get why you didn't consider him side bottom. Because <laughs> technically, yeah. he is boober, but also maybe isn't. I don't know. All right, <laughs> let me total up the points from that round. Aunt Granny Fraggle is literally all I want to be in life. <laughs> <laughs> the storyteller reminds me of an art teacher I had in high school. Like, oh. down the looks. <laughs> Absolutely. The storyteller, I know this is about the original series and not Back to the Rock, but the storyteller is so good on Back to the Rock. So like, good. the reimagining of that character. Ah, anyway, I've been on the record as saying that the the ideal the ideal female body is of course marjorie the trash heap so that's that's my (laughs) goals for life uh uh, i got i got the glasses that's the best i can do um (laughs) all right now let's move into our next game which we're calling gobo's school for explorers One of my favorite things about Fraggle Rock is how the show presents us with a little world, with new locations and settings every week. As they say, every sunrise shows us more and more. There's so much to explore. In this game, I'm going to describe a location from Fraggle Rock. Your job is to name it. You'll earn one point for naming the correct location, but you'll earn an extra point for telling us the location in your best Boober Fraggle at the end of the theme song impression. So for (laughs) instance, if I said, it's the location where Ma, Pa, and Junior live, you could say, down in the Gorg's Castle, or down at the Gorg's Castle, because I feel like no one is ever really sure whether it's down in Fraggle Rock or down at Fraggle Rock. So uh, I'll take either, but uh, you get two points uh, if you if you do it like Boober. Uh, anyway, are you ready to take what you got and go? Because it's time to get going. For School of Exploring. Question one. This is the setting of most Fraggle Rock episodes. It features the Fraggle Pond and is where the world's oldest Fraggle gives speeches. Beth? Down in the Great Hall. Down in the Great Hall, absolutely. Question two. This is where Wrench, Flange, the architect, and all their friends live when they aren't working. Beth? I can't say to my mover voice because I'm not confident about this one. (laughs) Is it the Doozer Dome? It is the Doozer Dome. Yes. That is what it's called. Uh, Question three. Only Wembley was brave enough to enter this dangerous cave where Sir Blunderbrain once vanished. It's also the name of an episode in season one. Beth? Down in the terrible tunnel. Down in the terrible tunnel, absolutely. Question four, also known as Boober Rock. This forgotten grotto is home to flowers that give Fraggles amnesia. Sprout? You're taking a wild guess. 
down in the forgetful tunnel. Hey, listen, good guess. <laughs> it is no. not the forgetful tunnel, unfortunately. No. Boober goes here because it has a name. In its name is one of Boober's favorite things. And Sprout, you can buzz in again after this clue. The Caves of Beth? Down in the Caves of Boredom. It is the Caves of Boredom, correct. <laughs> I'll give you one point because you needed a clue. Question five. Moki stumbles upon this location where a race of fraggles who love work and boring things live. In the episode where the fraggles go to war. Beth, do you have a guess? It's Fraggle Cave, isn't it? It is Fraggle Cave, correct. Like that's a too lot, that's too similar. That can't be right. A lot of these have cave in the name, which I guess shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, question six. These dangerous tunnels are where Boober and Red get marooned in the episode Marooned. It's the something caverns. The Spiral Caverns. The Spiral oh. Caverns. Question seven. Gobo and Cotterpin discover this area, which houses the ancient city of Doozers. Beth? It's either the Cave of Lost Dreams or the Cave of Forgotten Dreams. Oh, you're going to make me pick, aren't you? I'm going to make you pick, uh, but uh, I'll probably give you points for either because that's still a pretty, pretty terrific poll. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Okay. Oh, unless it's the Cavern of Lost Dreams because they use Cavern and Cave they interchangeably do. a lot. What do you think it is? <laughs> the Cavern of Lost Dreams, finally. It is the Cavern of Lost Dreams. <laughs> nice work. Question eight. According to Muppet Wiki, this large rock formation apparently suffers from gastric distress. <laughs> it's a quote, a quote from Muppet Wiki. Wherever it is, I don't want to go there. Yeah, fair. Oh, no. I think I know it. <laughs> is it Belching Boulder? It is Belching Boulder, Beth. <laughs> Man, they love alliteration down there. They sure do. Uh, question nine. In a winter episode where I guess Gobo decides that he's an agnostic, Gobo <laughs> ventures to this location at the heart of Fraggle Rock to find if the Fraggle's traditions are based in fact. It's that holiday episode. Okay, it could be a few different things. Okay, here, here, before, before anybody buzzes in. Yeah. Before anybody buzzes in, I'll I'll give you I'll give you the 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 word at least. It is the cave of the is the first part of it, right? So I've given you sprout. At the cave of the heart. It's at the heart of the rock, but it's not called mm -hmm. the cave of the heart. I'm sorry, sprout. Okay. Beth, any idea? Can you steal? Is it the cave of the Weeba Beast? It is not the cave of the Weeba Beast. Love the Weeba Beast mention, but it is, of course, the cave of the Great Bell. 
Uh, Everyone has to ring bells to make the great bell ring. There is no great bell. Or is there? Question 10. <laughs> As Marjorie explains to Gobo and Wembley, the beast inside of this legendary fraggle location isn't a monster, but is fear itself. This is an episode titled The Beast of and then this location. Gobo and Wembley like walk through a wall and then they see a giant Marjorie who explains the moral of the episode. It's not great writing. Beth? Is it the Beast of Blue Rock? It is the Beast of Blue Rock. It has one of the best songs though. It does. Oh yeah. It does, but it's, I was, again, I've been re-watching these because like I said, I, you know, I'm a teacher. I don't work in the month of July. So I'll just like put on, cause they're all on Apple TV. I'll just put it on while I like clean the apartment. And I did not remember that episode. I did not remember that episode. And when you get to the end where they like walk through the blue rock and they just see a giant floating Marjorie head. Who's like, there is no monster. It's just fear. I'm like, I love Fraggle Rock. I love all of the Fraggle Rock writers. This one is not doing it for me. Like not, no, no, we didn't need to do this. Uh, there's two more in this round. Question 11, an alternate route to the Gorg's garden. This region is far too steep to climb, but a great way for the purple Sproingers to get out of Fraggle Rock. From the episode, The Invasion of the Toe Ticklers. This is a cavern, not a cave. <laughs> Beth? Is it Chimney Hole Cavern? It is Chimney Hole Cavern. Beth, I did not think anybody would get that one. <laughs> Um, and question 12, last one in this round. This cave allows Fraggles to travel to locations around the world instead of just Doc's workshop. I feel bad. I know this one. I remember it. They pulled a Narnia. They did. They totally yeah. pulled a Narnia. It's like a weird, I don't love it as a plot device. It's like the to first one. Yeah. To be completely honest, Beth. It's the T. Matthew Fraggle Room. It is the T. Matthew Fraggle Room. <laughs> nice work. I gotta say, I might have an unfair advantage on this one because as I've been going through and watching it, I've been writing down all of the location names and trying to choose one to call my cozy new home. Hmm. Well, may I suggest Belching Boulder? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great pick. <laughs> Well, you guys are almost ready to be explorers, but we're going to shift our focus to the world behind the rock for our next game, which we call Secrets, Secrets of, of the Muppets. Muppets. Recently, as I mentioned, I read the book Fraggle Rock, The Ultimate Visual History, and I learned a lot of fun making of facts about the show. In this round, I'll ask you questions about some of the origins of Fraggle Rock. Each of these questions is worth three points. You're going to buzz in to answer each question, but of course, wait until I finish reading the question so that our friends at home can play along. Ready? 
here we go. Question one. Henson's famous goal for Fraggle Rock was to create a show that would end. Sprout? The Cold War. War, but yes, that was the war that was going on at the time. So I will absolutely give you the points. Question two. Early Fraggle Rock documents claim that the Fraggles live by the word. That word is, of course... Beth? Is it whoopee? It is whoopee. <laughs> Question three. Even at an early point in the planning of Fraggle Rock, the creative team knew that this resource would connect the three species together. Sprout? Water? It is water. Absolutely. Before they came up with the radish thing, they knew that water was going to be important, which is appropriate given back to the rock. Mm. Uh, question four. In original documents written by the Fraggle Rock creative team, what were the Fraggles originally called? Beth? Woozles. Woozles, correct. What were the doozers originally called? This is question five. Beth? Wizzles? Wizzles, correct. And question six, what were the gorgs called? Beth, do you have a guess? Is it wazzles? It is the giant wazzles. <laughs> Let me tell you. I know that. Not, not great. Not great naming. I can not. see why they they <laughs> renamed them. <laughs> this won't get confusing at all. No, of course not. And especially if we're planning on dubbing this in multiple languages where people right. have different accents. Oof. Won't be hard at all. <laughs> Question seven. Marjorie the Trash Heap was based on a puppet design Michael Frith made for which earlier Muppet production? He decided to reuse her after she didn't get used in this production. Sprout, do you have a guess? I'm going to take a guess. Is it the Frog Prince? It is not the Frog Prince. Great guess. Would have definitely fit into that world. Beth, do you have a guess? Oh, gosh. Um, not used for a project. Yes, she's not. You're not forgetting it. It's not like there's another TV show that had Marjorie. Gotcha. An earlier project, um, I don't know, Sesame Street? Uh, it is Sesame Street. What? <laughs> nice. Specifically season 10 of Sesame Street, Michael Frith pitched a wise pile of garbage as a new resident of Sesame Street. Um, oh, I love it. I will say, and I'll, I'll post a link, or I'll try to remember to post a link. If I don't, remind me, and I'll tweet it later. Um, Muppet Wiki has a great article about some of those abandoned ideas from that season of Sesame Street. For season 10, they were like, we need to make lots of cool new characters, like Ernie and Bert's landlady and <laughs> Snuffy's younger brother, who only has two legs and no tail. Oh, wow. 
so 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 Marjorie was part of that team, and then a couple of years later, seventy nine would have been the tenth anniversary of Sesame Street. So what? Like five years later, they were like, okay, she belongs here. Uh, wow. I'm stuck on the two-legged snuffle up against. Oh, there's a there's a there's a sketch of it. Um, I feel oh no, like it's just an excuse for a one puppeteer. Puppet. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Here's a here's Carolee Wilcox's sketch. I'll link it here to you guys in the call. But everybody else, uh, you'll have to I'll have to post it. Is on it Twitter. as cursed an image as the original Snuffy with the green eyes? It's maybe better. better than that. It's not bad. It's it it looks like it could work as like a, a background Muppet in Fraggle Rock. Yeah, it's definitely more of a Fraggle Rock thing. And this wasn't a Michael Frith design. This is a Carolee Wilcox design. Ah. But yeah, um <laughs> feels more Fraggle Rock than Sesame Street. He does have a tail. I do. I do want to. I apologize for forgetting that he had a tail. <laughs> like that. Like we would have guessed it anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. No. 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 Of course. Um, all right. Question eight. The concept of Fraggles living in a hole in a human's wall was based off of which classic children's book? <laughs> Beth, do you have a guess? Is it the Borrowers? It is the borrowers. Question nine. What was Doc's original name, which he shared with one of the Muppet Workshop's most legendary puppet builders and tech whizzes? Any, uh, Beth, do you have a guess? I don't remember, but based on your description, I figure it's either got to be Don Celine or Faz Fazakis. So you're going to, you're going to have to choose. Okay. Uh, Faz sounds like a fun name to call Doc. Yeah, Doc's Doc's original name was Faz after Faz Fazakis. Uh, question 10. Fraggle Rock originally aired on HBO and is notable because it was HBO's first... Sprout? Your first subscription show? Well, HBO itself was subscription, uh, so I'm going to need you to be a little more specific. First children's show. Uh, technically, I suppose it was that as well. Uh, I will give you the points uh, because you're still technically correct. It's actually the first original scripted series to air on HBO. So it is it is the great great grandfather of Game of Thrones and Euphoria and and all those. <laughs> We, we wouldn't have those without uh, Fraggle Rock. Question 11. What was the first Fraggle Rock episode filmed, which was recorded before the premiere to help the performers and crew better establish the rules of Fraggle society and the main characters' individual roles within it? Tried to give you some clues there at the end. Beth? Is it the 30-minute work week? It is the 30-minute work week was the first episode recorded. And last question in this round. Michael Frith designed the caves in Fraggle Rock based on the crystalline caverns of his childhood home country, which is... Beth? Bermuda. It is Bermuda. 
I swear I'm going to make a pilgrimage there someday. Yeah, I reading the book, I was like, wow, that sounds really pretty. But who knew? I did not realize Michael Frith was from Bermuda. But, yeah. you know, here you go. <laughs> All right. Well, there are also some crystal caves in Ohio if you don't want to go as far as Bermuda. Ohio is closer to me. Um, <laughs> I will say that. So I'll look into it. I've, I've only ever been to uh, Howe Cavern in New York, uh, which is very deep, but there are no crystals mm-hmm. or minimal crystals <laughs> and no fraggles. So, oh, well. Yeah, that's another problem. Well, now it's time for you two to challenge me in a contest in the game we call the Anything in the World Prize Game. Now you guys are able to ask me anything in the universe, or at least anything in the universe of Fraggle Rock, which is basically all that the Gorgs know about the universe that they rule anyway. The points this round are also Gorg-sized, since if you stump me, you'll earn 10 points. So let's start with Sprout. Sprout, do you have a question for me? I do. What was the inspiration behind the season three episode, Scared Silly? So here's the thing. I know, I believe I know the general idea, but I don't know specific enough. And certainly because I'm the host and I should know the specifics, the fact that I don't know the specifics means you are going to get the points. But wasn't it like inspired by a prank war that some of the crew Mm -hmm. was actually having? But I don't Mm -hmm. know the specific crew members. So if that's part of the answer, you get 10 points. So Jocelyn Stevenson, who wrote the episode, was scared by being snuck up on at an ATM by Dave Goals. That's it. (laughs) And then was foiled multiple times when trying to get back at him. So she wrote the episode. (laughs) I read that story, or I think it's actually in the ultimate history, I believe that story. Wasn't, didn't she like try to get back at him, but didn't realize that he was like looking at a mirror Mm -hmm. at the time? Like, so he was like, (laughs) you're right behind me, Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing. I did know it, but I didn't have the specifics. And certainly... I'm the host. I should know the specifics. I read that book. I should know the specifics. So Sprout, you have earned yourself 10 additional points. Beth, do you have a question for me? I wrote down so many possible uh, stump the host questions just because I didn't know what was going to be covered. Yeah, that's always, I feel bad. Like with this round, I always have people who worry like, oh, what is she going to ask? Like, I don't know. Um, (laughs) You guys will hear this when the episode is released, but we did an episode about monsters and both of our guests wrote a question about Splurge from Hey Cinderella. (laughs) And we had to, like, I had to take off my headphones and they had to check. They're like, did we write the same question as each other about (laughs) Splurge? But it turns out that they wrote two different questions about Splurge from Hey Cinderella. Oh, so I love that. In that episode, I will answer two questions about Splurge, the monster from Hey Cinderella who only says radish. <laughs> but you'll hear that soon. 
Beth, why don't you give me uh, one of your questions? Oh God. Okay. Well, they're all uh, tough. Okay. Here we go. In the episode, Manny's Land of Carpets, what were the other two businesses that the Fraggles heard ads for and started chanting that they wanted to visit? I haven't gotten here yet in my rewatch. Oh no. Um, so uh, I'm not, I'm not going to know. So I'll guess the Fix-It shop and Hooper's store, because those are businesses <laughs> I know. Beth, uh, what's the correct answer? Well, you know they love some alliteration around here. They do. Uh, it's Bubba's Burger Barn and Sally's Spotless Cleaners. All right. So if I said the Sesame Street laundromat, I, I would have been closer. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well... You have both earned 10 points. Uh, that was harder than dealing with a poison cackler. <laughs> but now it's time for the two of you to stand up to the ultimate test in our final round. Say the word. Or in this case, words. In this round, you can wager any amount of points. The winner will get those points. The loser will lose those points. And of course... Unlike on that other show, you do get to hear the question before you wager. So let's check the scores. And by that, I mean, let me actually add together what the scores are. Our current scores. Sprout, you have 50 points. Ooh, nice. Beth, you currently have 89 points. <laughs> you really pulled ahead. Uh, in uh in those last two uh the locations mm. pulling some weird locations out of there and knowing those woozles whizzles and giant wazzles really helped you as well <laughs> but it's still anybody's game because of the nature of this round so here's the final question as described in fraggle rock the ultimate visual history wembley's personality was inspired by a joke from an earlier Muppet production. So this is a two-part question. Question one, which Muppet movie or TV show had a joke that inspired Wembley's personality? And question two, what was that joke? Whoever gets more of these two questions correct will win their bet back. I will say this, and I'm going to make sure that this is in the episode. I will say this, you do not need the wording of the joke correctly to earn the points. If you get it close, I will give you the points. So we're looking for the name of a Muppet production. It's a movie or TV show and a joke that inspired the personality of Wembley. <laughs> All right. Well, you have each submitted an answer and a bet. And let me tell you, neither of you are very confident about your answer from what <laughs> you've written. No. Um, but, well... Sprout, how many points did you bet? I bet 40. Okay, you bet 40. And uh, Beth, how many points did you bet? 
zero zero beth beth is hoping that uh her her lead is comfortable enough that uh you're gonna you're gonna wind up uh okay um beth so you bet zero did you have a guess nope i seriously cannot think of anything great sprout you guessed I just said something on the Muppet show. You know, listen, that's a fair guess because there were like 120 episodes of those. There's a um, lot of jokes. And there are know? a lot of jokes. Uh, but it's actually the great Muppet caper. Um, specifically, apparently, and again, this is in that book and on Muppet Wiki at this point, specifically the line where Nikki Holiday says, why do I say no when I mean yes? Oh, that's wild. That's barely even a line. He mumbles right. that. Correct. <laughs> barely even a line. And the reason why he does it is because he's lying. <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with being indecisive in that movie. Like, it has to do with the fact that he's trying to lie to multiple people at once. But apparently, someone thought that that line was so funny that they wanted to write an entire character who said no when he meant yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And vice versa. Wow. What a deep cut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, Sprout. You have 10 points, but Beth, because you didn't bet any points, you remain at 89 points. And so today's winner and today's toughest pig is Beth. Yay! Congratulations. Oh, sorry. I mean, whoopee. Oh, there you go. You did it right. Uh, Red would be so proud at her whoopee training school. I forget what episode that was, but uh, um, so... Congratulations, Beth. Uh, you win your choice of mustard-flavored doozer sticks, tomato-flavored doozer sticks, or this uh, trash heap magnet, uh, which may come with some other trash heap magnet surprises. Man, that's a really tough choice. Uh, but I'm, I, I don't have any fridge magnets yet, and I would love a, a Marjorie magnet. Oh my gosh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the belching, the belching boulder is is gonna need a gonna need a Marjorie <laughs> magnet. No, I can't name it that. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of another one. So, guests, where can people find you if you wish to be found? Uh, let's start with Sprout. You can find me on Twitter at Palpoo Sprout, and I'm up at Fans Talking on any um, listening network. <laughs> And Twitter. Muppets fans talking has a Twitter as well. Um, and uh, wait, I, I already follow you, but can you spell that? Because that was a little unclear audio wise. Oh, yeah. It's uh, P A O P U Sprout. Beth, thank you. Thank you for uh, thinking of that because I should have, but uh, thank you. And uh, Beth, where can people find you if you wish to be found? I am at Beth Anna Cook. Uh, that's Anna with two ends, like the Disney princess, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and believe it or not, TikTok, doing Fraggle Talks. Good. All right. And of course, you are also on Tough Pigs 
and on uh, the and the pod- Fraggle Talk podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, see, there we go. There we go. We're all we're all helping each other promote things. Um, and of course, you can find Tough Pigs and the Fraggle Talk podcast at toughpigs.com or at Tough Pigs on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you like our work, consider donating to the Tough Pigs Patreon, where you can get even more exclusive free stuff. And speaking of plugging and promoting, I gotta be plugging, uh, we do have Tough Pigs t-shirts for sale, which include a t-shirt for Hubba So you can let everybody know that you have very normal taste in podcasts. (laughs) Also, I'd like to thank some people for helping out. Of course, our guests, thank you both. Uh, I'd like to thank myself because self-appreciation is important. So thanks to me for writing, editing, and producing the show. Thanks to Stacy Rosen for our theme music. Thanks to Richard Gomez for doing some new artwork for the show. Thanks to Joe Hennis, the Tough Pigs Muppet Fan Podcast Executive Producer. And thanks to Convincing John for convincing me to wear cups on my hands. <laughs> and lastly, thanks to all you at home for being with us on Hoboa, the Muppet Quiz Show. And as always, everything is important. Either that or nothing is. And I prefer the former. Good night, everyone. The trashy pet spoken. Yeah.